0: Hello, hello, hello. Another week, another podcast. This is to my son, formerly it's all anonymous. Thank you so much for your patience as I took quite a while to bring to release this episode. Before I dive deep into the week's discourse, please pause everything you're doing other than listen to the podcast and join me in prayer. Here we go. Our Father episode have been awake for the past huh. well, well over 24 hours. And that is the main topic of today's discussion. The main topic of today's discussion is a place that I found myself earlier this morning or this afternoon. Picture this. I was leaving work coming back home it was around midday i had just arrived at my local station i disbounded from the train and as i was leaving the train i was carrying a very heavy backpack in the backpack were some of my work tools my helmets my safety equipment my gloves my work shoes such things And I realized as I was getting off the trains and salarymen in their suits, boarding, on the tra- boarding the train, a thought came to my head. I imagined that someone looking at me in that situation will assume I'm either a tourist or a guy who's, just, who's either coming home from a fun time or beginning a day of fun times. And I started to have this <laughs> imaginary argument with myself. And the argument was something like this. They don't know how hard I work. They have no clue what I've just come from doing. Of course, I'm arguing with no one. I don't think I don't actually thinking these things about me. But in that moment, those thoughts were they're were boiling up. So I'm telling myself, they don't know how hard I work. They don't know what I've just been through. I, that they have no clue that I work really, really hard, more hard than any of them. ...can even ever imagine. And as I was thinking these thoughts... ...another voice whispered in my ear and it said... ...is this the life you want for yourself? Are you happy with how hard you work? And I sat down... ...at one of the waiting areas of the station... ...and I wanted to cry... I wanted to cry, and why did I want to cry? I mean, yes, I do work hard. It's something to be proud of, to be. I can hold my head high and say, you know, I have enough discipline to know that this this needs to be done. The things in my life need to be done. And so there, I'm sitting at the train, at the waiting area in the train station, just emotional, an emotional wreck. I wasn't crying, but I mean. I was pretty damn close. I was pretty damn close. And the reason why I was about to cry is because I realized that I actually work really, really hard. Like, I, I had to write this down before recording this podcast, just so I can even help myself understand what my life has become. So this is my daily schedule. Wake up, 6 a.m. Leave for work, 6.30 a.m. Start work, 8 a.m. Finish work, 11 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. depending on the day. Cycle back home. Get home at around 12.30 p.m. depending on the day. Eat, shower and leave home by 2 p.m. Start work on my business from 2.30 p.m. Finish work on my business at 6 p.m. Go home, eat dinner, and leave home again by 9 p.m. Start my second job at 10 p.m. Finish that job at 5 a.m. And the cycle repeats. So as I was explaining this schedule to one of my coworkers actually today, and he asked me, when do you sleep? And I realize I I don't actually sleep, I just take naps. Like between 6pm and 9pm, I definitely have a nap there. Between getting home at 12.30 and leaving home at 2pm, I try to squeeze in a nap in there. And yeah, if, if on the days where my construction work leads me farther out than usual, I when I have to take a train, I take a nap on the train. And this, this schedule is insane. This schedule is unnatural. This schedule is evil. This, no man, woman or child should ever have to live like this. And yes, yes, work hard, the value of hard work and all that wonderful, wonderful noise. This is slavery. This is slavery. No one will choose this for themselves unless it was something they really wanted to do. The only thing here that I actually want to do is my business. And I only have four hours in the day to work on my business. How many men and women are slaves to the modern world today? How many men and women are slaves to the idea of supporting the ones they love? I don't enjoy everything I do. But it must be done. And it pains me. Especially today when I find, when I notice that I'm doing this almost for nothing. Let me explain. When I was a child, my father used to, he was working for a bank back then. And he would come home very late. Every Yeah, he would come home pretty late. But early enough so such that we would notice him come home and we'll be watching TV and my father will, will hear his car in the driveway. And as soon as my brothers and I are driving home we would leave the living room and run to our bedrooms. And we just didn't want to be around our father because he was never home, you know, it's like we, we, he would come home and do the things that a parent does, you know, ask about your day, have you done your homework, what did you study in school? You know, those, he just, those were just the, the scripted lines of a parent. We didn't want any of that noise, but that's the only thing he could offer us because he had just come from a long day of work. So in my childhood, my, my relationship with my father had a very big disconnect. And it's not his fault. He, he sacrificed himself for us, right? And as a child, we couldn't see that our father was sacrificing himself for us. All we could see was that dad wasn't there. And whenever he was, he wasn't really speaking from his heart. He was just saying the kind of things a parent is expected to say. And today as I was in the train station about to cry, that memory came back hard. And I realized I'm becoming my father. My kids don't see me. You know, every maybe if I leave home a bit later than usual in the mornings, my daughter will wake up at 7 a.m. She wakes up at 7 a.m. herself and she'll catch me as I'm getting ready to leave. And she'll give me a hug or she'll tell me like she told me yesterday morning, be careful out there. She doesn't know what I'm doing. She just says, Be careful. Right? She, she doesn't comprehend what work even means. But I'm turning into what my father was. That's, I'm creating a disconnect between myself and my children. And I'm telling myself what I'm doing is for their sake. I'm telling myself I'm doing this so they can eat, so they can have a roof over their heads. I'm doing this because I love them. But for the sake of their love, I'm spiting myself. For the sake of proving to them that I love them, I am spiting myself. And because I am spiting myself, I cannot love them as I should. I cannot love them as much as I could. Because I'm sp- I'm giving them from an empty cup. I'm give. I'm trying to give them from from an empty cup. Do you understand? How is it posi- possible to love others when you do not love yourself? I'm calling this. This isn't hard work. This is slavery. You know what's hard work? Hard work is saying, you know what? I I've been blessed with a certain gift, a talent, if you will. And I know I have this talent. I don't know where this talent will lead me, but I'm going to spend as much time as I can working on this talent. That's hard work. Hard work is knowing I need to be good at ABC, but I'm not good right now. So I'm going to give us, commit as much time as possible to getting good in this particular field. Hard work isn't just going somewhere because someone told you you have to go there. Hard work isn't sacrificing your sleep, your health, your mental well being. That's not hard work, that's slavery. Because, so, let me tell you why it's slavery. Because he was given a choice. Do you want Oscar? Do you want to keep living like this or do you want to leave? I wouldn't choose this. Right? But let me tell you what hard work is in my case the real hard work. If someone told me, Oscar, you you can have a six-pack, you know, the veins on your biceps, the massive traps, without ever working out, would you still go to the gym? My answer would be yes. I would still go to the gym. I would still go to the gym. Oscar... Will you ever stop writing, even if you know you're never going to make money from your writing? Yes, I'll still fucking write. I'll still try to make myself as good as I can in that craft. But everything (laughs) that I have talked about in my daily schedule, minus my business between 2.30 and 6pm, everything else I will do away with in a heartbeat because I, am this, they ba- I have been bounded by slavery, man. I am, I am a slave right now, and I'm calling this slave being a father in the 21st century. This is what slavery is, we've been convinced. I have been convinced that in order to be a good father and provide for my family, I have to sacrifice every bit of myself. So much so that when my kids are my age now, they look back and and ask themselves, where the fuck was dad back then? Where was he? And I'm going to try and argue with them too. I was working hard for you. I was working hard for you. I was trying all of this for you. But they wouldn't understand because they just wanted their father there. And of, I'm not making assumptions, by the way right now, as I'm doing all, all through these things, it really helps me appreciate my father. Because I'm sure my father would have loved to just spend time with us. Just to find out what's going on in our lives. Are we doing good in school? Even more than that, who are your friends? You know, What are, what are your interests? Not not the, not the questions like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, that's, that's the scripted parent answer question. But there are other deeper questions, man. There are other deeper questions that a parent can ask you. Like when my daughter is given a chance to speak, she'll create these elaborate worlds, elaborate fantasies. And the only way I can communicate effectively with her is to first give her time so I can listen to her fantasies so I can partake of her creations but because I'm never there I don't know what I'm dealing with sometimes self love is ruthless what do I mean by this? Sometimes self-love demands sacrifice. Sometimes we can't. Furthermore, the sacrifices. Sometimes self-love will seem extremely selfish to those you truly love. And as I was going through this this today, and I realized, man, this schedule is the this is the life of someone that hates himself, man. This is the life of someone that hates himself. And I want, I want to love me so I can be able to love others. I want to be able to love my wife effectively. Effectively, what does that mean effectively? I want to truly love my wife and my children, my brothers, my parents, my friends, my community. But I don't even have time to love myself. But it's good I found this out today. It's good I found this out because that discovery has inspired this podcast. And who knows what this podcast will inspire. Maybe in you, maybe in others, maybe in your friends. But most of all, it has inspired something in me. A clarity. There's a clarity. There's a peace of mind in knowing. There is no way to overcome a problem if you don't foresee the problem. I have seen the problem in my life. This massive. Massive abyss. And with that I'll bring the podcast to a close or I'll keep. Rambling on for hours and hours. It's usually a 10-minute podcast. you are now on minute 17. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I'll try my best to keep this theme going. This theme going for as long as I can. Because I think I've found something here. In Jesus' name. Amen.